1: Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. All right. Welcome back to CAMFest 2021. We are excited to be sitting down with the director of the documentary, Wuhan Wuhan, uh, Mr. Yang Cheng. Thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk.
2: Thanks for having me. This is great. I can't wait to, to speak with you.
1: Yeah, can you let our audience know what this film is about?
2: Uh, Yeah, Wuhan Wuhan is a a look at uh, um, the city of Wuhan uh, at the peak of their first wave in uh, February and March of 2020. Um, And it it really goes beyond the headlines uh, and and to try to kind of humanize uh, a faceless city. Um, And... uh, and I'm hoping Wuhan can, can kind of fill that void a little bit and, and offer some sense of, uh, of uh, human dimension to the, to the story of, uh, of the virus.
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't quite knowing what to expect uh, when I was watching the film, but I was really happy to see that while, of course, some things were hard to watch, it really does offer a lot of, of hope and, and some sense of healing. Um, and when I was doing some reading about your process, you were handed this film to To edit to put the story together with over three hundred hours of footage, so I'd love to um, yeah. hear hear what it was like for you to sort of meet these characters and and how you whittled it down to five, and yeah. also your decision to not make it political at all.
2: Yeah, so so yeah, this is the first time as for me as a director to uh, to not be on location and filming. You know, usually that's what I. Get my most you know the most satisfaction from is being able to film uh the stories and be with the people that i want to film but in this instance it was the complete opposite it was the first time i i i was i inherited the footage and i was entrusted with the responsibility to to see through the vision of a film out of this raw material so i got this 300 hours of material i was here i'm in toronto canada where i'm locked down currently locked down still and uh um, and so, I, I asked to look at the look at the footage a little bit in advance, and 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 Starlight Media, the company behind the movie, sent me ten hours, and I was blown away by that that footage. It was uh, intimate, emotional, real, um, and I just I, and I felt it relatable as well. You know, uh, um, uh, and and also just um, coming from where I was uh, the week previous, I, I had I had experienced a. Uh, anti-Chinese racist incident uh, uh, directed to my daughter and myself in our neighborhood here in Toronto, which was shocking, you know, for uh, Toronto, the most diverse city in the world, as as it's been called. And uh, it's just so unusual, something I hadn't experienced since I was a young kid growing up in a small town. So, um, So that kind of anger and confusion, you know, uh, and then leading into the receiving of this footage and then watching this footage and then seeing that th- this, was, um, this was so humanistic and so, uh, you know, and so emotional on, on every level. You know, I think, I think this film, Wuhan, Wan, has, has um, every facet of emotion in it, you know, there, and that we are all and we've all experienced, you know, I think, I think the idea of ha- anger and confusion and, and humor as well and, and moments of levity. I mean, this is the kind of thing that I was that really came across to me uh, when I was looking at the footage. Um, uh, yeah, so so I think as a director who was hired to kind of make this film and and edit it remotely with a team of editors from Los Angeles, um, it it was a, an opportunity to kind of have a little distance from the footage. Usually, when I'm so close to it and I film it, then I'm too close to it. So I I send it to the editor to to work on the first version of it because I like having that, you know, the space where they can mm-hmm. see the vision for the film without my, you know, my, uh, my interpretation of what I think needs to be in it. Cause usually the director wants everything to be in it. You know what I mean? And, and it's hard to see the, the, um, uh, you know, what's the saying to see the weed for the trees or whatever that <laughs> I feel like I'm mangling that, that metaphor, but, but, you know, like, I, I feel like it's, um, it was. This was the first time I was able to just kind of cut through the the bullshit in the in the bad footage and the unnecessary footage, and really get to the core of the story. And um, and I feel feel very grateful that uh, that I had this opportunity, especially also to be able to to work uh, in the time of a pandemic. And I know a lot of my peers have been uh, waylaid because they haven't been able to do so. And and I'm just very lucky. I would have been, you know. Stuck on the couch um, and a deep funk. If I didn't have this opportunity to, to you know, alleviate and find a source of release in making this film,
0: and and knowing that you weren't there filming um, any of this, but could are can you shed any light on a little bit about uh, behind the scenes and, yeah, and how course. these how these filmmakers were able to access all of this?
2: so yeah the the crew it was a crew of 30 um independent filmmakers and they were initially in wuhan as a kind of a home base where they were about to make a film about the yangtze river and um and consequently after the lockdown the production was shut down and the crew had to made the wise decision to use the access they already had which was probably through a relationship with one of the broadcasters um, in China to use it to get gain access into the um, the uh, you know behind the scenes in the, in in the stories that you see but not wisely so they, they don't they didn't not only just follow um, you know ICU hospital char- characters but also look beyond that and looked mm-hmm. at the everyday people which i think really struck me you know the 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 centerpiece for the film is this the story of a a young expectant couple. And, and I think, uh, they, they're the best. I truly. love
1: them.
0: Yes, <laughs> but, uh, We could just have an interview about them. Oh my gosh.
2: I mean, I wish we could, yeah, we should have Sue here. Uh, yes. The, the, the partner, uh, who's pregnant is amazing. <laughs> she's
1: hilarious. Oh my gosh. I mean,
2: I mean, I think I know, I know people like that, you know, and, 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 uh, maybe there's a little bit of that I relate to because, you know, even my partner has a little bit of that and that <laughs> quality, you know, just like the no bullshit, like yeah. pragmatism and like, like, you know, and the, and the guy, I mean, he's a, he's a yeah. sweetheart, but a little misguided, you know, a little well, naive. They're
1: young. <laughs> they're young. I feel like he kind of likes it too. He, yeah. he likes the yeah, 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 rough he edges, like, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. he's got, I it love works. that relationship
2: so much. It's so endearing. <laughs> it's so real to me. And they, you know, it's hard in documentary film when you're, trying to get that kind of material out of a, um, you know, everyday people who are, are not used to the camera. And so they kind of lucked out on finding someone like Shu, who is just like, could give two shits. I think she was like, say whatever the fuck she wanted. And, yeah. and was like, you know, that's what she wanted to do. And it was so refreshing, especially when it comes to, a, I think to, a for, for a, from being Chinese and having a, seeing a Chinese story from the mainland, you know, The films I've seen are generally people tend to be a little more reserved, you know that kind of thing, but but in this instance, it was just like I just loved it. I loved how, um, like, uh, you know, universal it was in a way.
1: Yeah. And, and speaking of our main characters, you know, as a, as a director of a documentary, your, your job is to be this peeping Tom. You know, you just know so much about them and you haven't even met them. So or, or maybe you have. So I'm curious to know what your relationship is with any of the subjects. Have you met them? Have they seen the film? What is their reaction?
2: Yeah, I I have not met them, but I've communicated through my through the team in China because we had to follow up and get those follow up. Epilogue videos yeah. and things like that, and so um, uh, they've seen the film. What you what you see in the epilogue video is what they sent to us after we finished the movie, and so I think the reactions as well have all been quite positive. Um, there's the unfortunate you know, uh, epilogue about grumpy grandpa in the film. I don't know if you saw it. It's kind of embedded in the end credits. It's not really in the video epilogue, but uh, grumpy grandpa, unfortunately he died. Um, And I didn't find that out until oh, a bit later. I, well. I, so didn't we, yeah, I didn't
1: catch that. I didn't either. Shoot. I know.
2: And he's like, he's like a minor character, but yet it's, he well, sticks out as one yeah, of the most important yes. for everyone. Mm-hmm. and. Also, because I think he's a relatable character. I was like, we kind of no. identify
0: with Grumpy, <laughs> right? Like he,
2: he kind of like plays the role of our our kid um. in a way, and like kind of gets it out, gets out what everyone's feeling, like you know what we want to say but can't because we're not the grumpy grandpa. So uh, bless his soul. I mean, he mm-hmm. he he his family. Um, you know, we had to get release forms signed and everything like that, and his family released, released did that for us and. Uh, um, and, you know, I, I'm hoping this film is sort of a testament to that that time and the experience that people went through and that um, we can maybe use this as a, we as an audience can look at this film as a kind of a, a moment to reflect on um, our collective experiences and um, and not as, and I think I didn't answer the question about the polit- politics of it, but like to, to not, not, not for this story that did I, I didn't want to politicize Uh, the virus and um, and there are excellent filmmakers who are doing that and and making investigative films Uh, mine is just wasn't meant to be that and it's always meant to sort of fill that um, the human the soul of the city and kind of be that story
0: Mm. yeah I was kind of bracing myself uh I'm wondering when i was going to see our former president uh maybe a part of the conversation but i'm so glad that wasn't in there <laughs> so I, at all
2: i can't even say his name i call him the no. ex president i uh mm-hmm. 45 I pre- former resident
1: right? yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: i made a previous film about a journalist called uh, called this is not a movie and it, and <laughs> it's about a journalist named robert fisk who covers the middle east and and he died unfortunately after i released the film but mm. he um but i made a point to never in any image of the ex-president in that film um i can't even i can't look at him i can't listen to him and i'm so Mm -hmm. happy that i'm just going to keep doing that forever he's going to be I mean I'm going to wiping him out of my
0: memory. Uh, so We're yeah. trying to too. <laughs> Cheers to that. It's- Cheers yeah. to that. Yeah. We respect that. Um, <laughs> All right. we're going to have to wrap up in a little bit, but I did have a question about one of the other stories you focused on because we do we do try as much as we can to talk about mental health awareness. Yeah. Um and I I re- I love that there was a focus on that. Can you talk about that doctor's story and why yeah. why there was a choice to focus on that?
2: Yeah, I I love uh, Dr. Zhang's story, because it is so, uh, it's the first time I've encountered a Chinese psychologist working in mainland China. And, you know, I mean, for from my understanding, you know, certainly in Asian culture, but more particularly what I know in my own culture is that, uh, you know, psychology and therapy is frowned upon, and often considered negative, and a taboo, like you have a you know, you have a mental problem is usually what the association is or you're crazy or something like this. And there is no outlet to, to, um, you know, to practice and think about mental health and mental awareness, health awareness. So, uh, that's what I saw was so cool about Dr. Zhang and her, her, her whole thing, you know, And, and the fact that she existed in this, firstly, in that temporary hospital, which is, pretty wild, you know, and, uh, um, and many different levels, but like, what struck me was like, in I'm, I'm talking to you from Toronto, Canada, where we're entering the third wave worst, worse than the first wave. And largely because uh, politics has been, you know, superseding uh, science. And so um, I, I wonder if things if we had these kind of you know China is China because they can do what they do and and they can make a temporary hospital and say, "You have to go to this. You don't have a choice. You have to go to the temporary hospital if you are asymptomatic and showing and and registering as such until you're cleared. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think we would be where China is now if 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 we could have followed some of that implemented mm-hmm. some of those stages, mm-hmm. but that's impossible in a country like Canada and probably the u s as well. So yeah. Uh, but to go back to Dr. Zhang and psychology, I just think it's so, um, it was just so eye-opening to see that and to see the acceptance of that and the willingness of the patients, probably because it was just, I'm sure like we all feel it. It's so overwhelming right now. I, I, and I love that line that the doctor says, you know, where he's like, not, not only do, you know, the patients need, we all need a little yes. bit of therapy mm-hmm. right?
0: yeah. and mm-hmm. that
2: I can relate to, um. And I have a therapist. I've been, you know, I I fully endorse that. That's a great way to get out your feelings
1: Mm -hmm. Mm and talk
2: things through.
1: Yes. Well, we're out of time. We can talk forever about this film. (laughs) But thank you so much. Uh, You know, we hope that everybody watches this film and and they come away with just the, the strength of the human spirit and, and hopefully feeling a little more connected. So again we've been talking to Director Yang Chang of the documentary Wuhan Wuhan. Thank you so much and congratulations.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
1: If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co host is Angela Tabora, aka Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.